what up, what up, what up, what up? What it do, everybody? What's good? Welcome back to Zap Exclusive. I am your boy, Jersey. Yes. All right. I know I ain't been back in a little bit, but I'm back for the comeback. Listen, I'm back and I'm going to be here for a little minute. Probably 20 weeks to be exact. Yes. Okay. Confused? Yes. 20 weeks, I'm announced I'm doing 20 episodes of Zap Exclusive The Breakdown every Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on my Instagram Live. Yes! Alright, tonight we get into some things. We're about to get zapped in, all the way zapped, and I see y'all all tuning in. What's good? I need y'all to hit this arrow right here. Bang, 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 right there, and send out to your entire network. We're about to get lit on this live. We got the King Boma in the crib. Yes! Alright, we're about to get into some things. Ask your questions, ask your questions in advance. We about to get into some things. All right, now what y'all eat for dinner? Y'all doing some stuff? What up, talk by TIC in the building? Estrella Visuals in the building. K Music is in the building. What up? What up? What up? All right, Bowman, let's get you on the live. Let's get the conversation started. Yes. Okay, and then let's get into some things. How we feeling, everybody? Make sure I ask y'all questions now. Yo, yo, this thing with Instagram be trying like, why? Yo, how you doing? Okay, hold on. All right, because they like to play games. Okay, here we go. Right. <laughs> Back to my schedule program. What up, David? See y'all in the building. What up, what up, what up? All right, there we go. What up, Boma? I'm fine, I'm fine. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Welcome to the show. Zap Exclusive. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. So, listen, man. So, here on we're all about a progressive group of people that like to tap into who's moving the culture. You understand what I'm saying? Who's yeah. actually putting down the blueprint to kind of change what the entertainment industry is looking like, all right? Yeah, sure. Ready to be zapped in? Sure, absolutely. Okay, so everybody that's tapping in right now, I'm sure you already know we got the King Boma on the live. Yes! So, Boma, let's yeah. get into things, man. You are born in Lagos. Yeah, Lagos. Lagos. <laughs> Nah, you good, man. No. Lagos, right? So talk to us about your experience in Lagos. Um, like, how long ago were you there and when you decided to migrate to the States? Yeah, I was born and raised in Lagos. Um, Lagos actually made me. Lagos raised me, made me. Um, whatever I am today is by the grace of God in Lagos. You know, I was born into a very humble um, background, you know, out from the street of Lagos, like Lagos is definitely, you know how they say if you can survive in Lagos, you can survive anywhere in the world. So Lagos is, I was born into, you know, I'm from the streets pretty much. You know, you have to be smart. You have to probably sleep with your eyes open. Mm. You yes! Know, you have to sleep with your eyes open and stuff. They're good paths, they're bad paths. But you can't, if you're born in Lagos, you're going to be smart for sure. So growing up was kind of tough. Growing up was very tough, and you had to, you know, you just had to be real smart to survive. So now, let me, let me ask, what is the entertainment scene like in Lagos? Like, well, right, growing up, young Boma, did you know that you wanted to kind of have some kind of footing in the entertainment field while you were in Lagos? Yeah, I wasn't even trying to do entertainment when I was young, to be honest with you. I was... Yeah, I was trying to do entertainment, not but what not what I'm doing right now. Like I was trying to play soccer. Okay. We, we call football back at home. So I grew up wanting to um, be a footballer. I went to school actually for like I went to school for like I was in a science like sciences department. I had big dreams of becoming an engineer and also a soccer player. But so growing up, 
in the entertainment industry is quite way bigger now because now we have um, we have Bonoboy winning Grammys, we have Whiskey and stuff. So the music entertainment is a lot bigger now yeah. than what it used to be before. Yeah. So growing up is is totally different from what it is right now. Definitely. All right. So now I know you actually went semi pro. Yeah, I did. Um, was that back in your country in, in, in Lagos? No, I actually lived in, I've actually been to about maybe 22 countries because I played in, I played in Poland, I played in uh, Belgium, you know, I played in different parts of the world because that was all I wanted to do. I just wanted to be a soccer player. You know, growing up, that was all I wanted to be and all I wanted to do. But I, somehow along the line, so I played from back home, I played grassroots, I played street football. It all started on the streets, you know. Gotcha. The journey started on the streets. I played the street football. Then I told myself, in order to get more opportunities, I have to go abroad, mm-hmm. you know, to find, like, more opportunities and, you know, where it's going to be more lucrative. And right now is definitely football back home is bigger now, too. Everything is just bigger and better now because of the more, there's more awareness now into everything. There's a lot more awareness. That's 100% actually. We're going to get into definitely social media and media has kind of given like global wind. Definitely get you know, some of that. So then now, your, your semi-pro career, because I want to just graze over that. Mm-hmm. How long were you able to kind of like fulfill that before you said, all right, I'm done with soccer? Oh, by the way, for the Americans, when you're saying football, that's soccer over here, okay? Yeah. So basically, I did not, my, my dream was cut off abruptly because of injury. So I didn't give up on soccer. Soccer um, probably gave up on me, you know. So, <laughs> so yeah, um, it was injury. Injury, like, kind of cut the dream shot. So I got injured by, like, close to my ankle. And I was nursing that injury for about one year. So... And then I was 29 already. So I was like, you know what? Um, maybe it's time to like quit. Because the injury wasn't going anytime soon. And when you play soccer, your whole body got to be correct. You know, you have to come correct or just leave. So 2017, that was when I like kind of quit, you know, after my Scotland experience. So I just told myself, I think I'm just going to stop. Okay. I wasn't that long ago. So, so yeah, the, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't been that long at all. Got you. So the entire time you were playing soccer, you had a modeling career. Yes, because you know it was like semi-pro. I've always I've always modeled since twenty. Okay. No, actually two thousand and three. I've always been a model, starting from back at home. Okay. I did um yeah I did various shows back at home. I won awards for being a model, fashion male model of the year two thousand and five. And um, yeah. in 2009, yeah, I was like one of the biggest models back at home. So yeah. I've always modeled. I've always modeled. I've always um, just, you know, enjoyed playing soccer and modeling. Those are the two things I can do very well. Mm-hmm. So I spent a lot of time doing that. All right. So then now, let me ask which one is more lucrative at the time? Were you making more money doing modeling or more money doing soccer? Um, oh, modeling. Okay. It was modeling, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I paid. I, I like. I got money from modeling to pay my way through school. You know? mm. so it was. It was definitely modeling when I was. Yeah, wow. it was modeling because modeling was just like you do the jobs and you get paid almost immediately. Or even though they're gonna owe you, but I was doing it a lot. 
Like gotcha. I was doing so much of it. So yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Now for people that want to get modeling, um, what was like your first big break? What was like your first big contract? Man, my first so it was a telecommunication. A telecommunication company seemed like how you guys have T Mobile over right. here. So then it was MTN. We had the MTN um it was a job. It was a it was it was supposed to be a huge job for MTN. And they were looking for the model for a while. They couldn't really find the person they were going to use. So my friend's elder brother that did work, because I guess so I didn't used to like modeling at all. I was kind of, yeah, I would say I was kind of like, they, they kind of scouted me to do modeling. I didn't care about modeling. You were shy? What is it? You were shy? I, I wasn't shy, but I didn't like it. I didn't care about modeling. Okay. Like, I just felt like, because I, I used to think modeling then was about beauty. So I would see some models and I will question it. Like, how is this person a model? Like, I cannot believe this because, you know, there are different kinds of modeling. And the way they see beauty is quite different from the way other people see beauty. So, so I've seen some models where I'm like, uh, this person is a model? And they'll be like, yes. Yeah. So that, I was kind of naive and young and stuff. So I didn't think, I thought models were supposed to be like all super, like really pretty handsome <laughs> but everyone is pretty handsome in their own way but you know there's some unique beauties and stuff so uh i didn't have any interest and they told me hey um would you like to audition for this role okay. i'm like um i don't know and as soon as we then i made up my mind somehow i was convinced then i made up my mind i did uh, go for the audition and as soon as they saw me they're like hey this is the guy go shoot like, so that job was everywhere. I think it was also in South Africa as well. It was everywhere. So I think that just launched my career into the industry as a whole. Then to do fashion, because in Nigeria, we had the fashion industry and we had like the commercial industry and we had people that could do both. So to get into the, because the fashion people used to think, well, we're the real models. You guys, anyone can do commercial. You could just have a pretty face and, it don't matter. You could be about to be on the runway show. You have to look a certain way. Okay. You know, there's height. You have to be a certain, you know, height. You have to be able to work, you know, charisma working and everything. You have to be able to model clothes. You just have to look away. You can't just, not just anyone could do it. So, so um, let me ask you, Roma, is yeah. there more inclusiveness now? Because back in the day, modeling was more strict. You had to be a certain build, you had to be a certain height. And wait, um, now in 2022, it's definitely a lot more inclusiveness. Do you feel like labels has also um, included more in the fashion scene, or, or do you feel like it still has a traditional? No, 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 no. It has more, like you said, but we have, it's way bigger now. We have Nigerians and Nigerian models from Nigeria modeling for Armani. Um, everybody now, like Armani's, the Calvin Klein's, the Dior's, doing fashion weeks abroad. So, but now there's also different kinds of modeling. You know, right now because of the internet, you know, even is branching out to even people being, an, you know, people doing influencing jobs. Mm. Like it's branching out now, like, you know, the plus size industry is huge now. You know, mm. the plus size industry is huge. The people that just do, you know, the commercials, the makeup, the face, everything is huge now. So um, I think there's just many ways to get discovered now. And there's a lot more jobs. You know, 
for many people now because of the way. See, somebody could find you from your IG. Somebody could find you from the internet. Someone could post a picture of you and um, you could go viral. It never used to be like that. So the, um, the internet helped and the way the internet definitely helped the industry get bigger. And there are many ways now to the river. Absolutely. The internet definitely uh, launched impact for a lot of careers in this new mm. era. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. Um, sure. it, it is aging. Um, there's a lot more actions when it comes to brands mm -hmm. and the actual, the actual Absolutely. Um, can you can you hear me clearly? I can hear you clearly. For someone that's been in the modeling team for just as long as you have, um, do you see yourself becoming a casting agent or a casting director? Or would would that be something that you see yourself, you know, kind of setting the standard of what fashion should kind of remain or or stay at um, in a role that you can? Uh, um, not, I don't want to say never say never, but I'm not looking at that for now. Now I'm just focusing more on my, yeah, like I don't see myself doing that for now, but you never can tell what the future, you know, would bring. Cause I see myself doing things that, you know, I never thought I was going to do professionally. Cause you could do many things, but you're not sure what's going to actually put food on your table and what's actually going to pay your bills. So now... But now I'm just focusing more on acting, being a producer, you know, for my movies and also featuring in all the big projects. That's been my focus for now. Absolutely. So, so let's get into it. I know I'm doing a little research on you and I know you went to film school. Mm -hmm. So talk to us about what made you decide to go to film school and, um, and what do you see happening with that, with the knowledge that you've learned from film school and where do you want to take that? But what was the reason? Yeah, the reason was, so while my, so while Black Panther came out, most people would like see me and just say, oh, why didn't you, you know, why were you not in Black Panther? You know, joking, like, you should have been yeah. Black Panther, this, and I'm like, I'm not even an actor. So then it became, people would also see me and be like, hey, um, I saw you in this movie. And I'm like, no, I'm not the one. And they'll be like, no, we don't want nothing from you. We just want an autograph. I'm like, no, but I, I'm not an actor. So it just kept happening. It mm -hmm. kept coming. So by the time in 2017, that my football career, my soccer career ended through to, like, due to the injury. So um, I think back then I was, in Bel I was in Belgium. I flew back to Belgium. I was in Scotland. Then I flew back to Belgium because I used to live in Belgium too. Then New York Film Academy were coming to Belgium. They were having a seminar in Belgium. So I was like, it wasn't far from my house. You know, I just took a walk and said, you know what, let me go find out what's happening at the seminar. So I went to the seminar and I spoke to them, spoke to the dean of student affairs. And um, I told her I live in New York and I'm, not, I'm actually coming back to New York because I was here playing soccer and, you know, injuries and everything, but I'll be coming back to New York and I'm thinking about it, probably just taking some classes. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, you should um, give it a try. You know, so I got a number. And um, when I go back to New York, I called her, say, hey, I want to come into the school, school environment, because I, I, I stay in Brooklyn. So it wasn't far from me, it was in Bowling Green. I said, hey, let me just come take it all. You know, show me around the school. 
I went there and um, it was cool. I just felt like I belonged. I had to be here. So I didn't, for a couple of months, I kind of, or weeks, I kind of took a break. So I started, so since my career was done with soccer, I said, yo, let me get into events. Let me get into events and stuff and go back into my modeling. So while I was in the event, um, I was doing catering events. A director saw me and um, came to me and said, I have a job for you. Okay. Acting job. I'm like, damn. So I still I'm not even an actor. She's like, damn, so you have to be an actor now. I said, okay. But you know what? I have to take classes because I don't like just jumping into things. I like to have like knowledge, you know, basic knowledge. So I did. Um, that's when I said, you know what? I think it's time for me to go to this school now, get this knowledge and, you know, just start working. So that was why I went to the school. Opportunities were coming, um, you know, people were approaching me. And I just thought, you know, let me give this a try. And I'm glad I did. Well, you know what? I feel like it's an interesting segue because now you're into film. And oh, yeah. the, fact that, the fact that you just kind of bumped into it, I mean, remember you said soccer didn't choose you. Exactly. So in a weird way, do you feel like film chose you? Absolutely. I did make a joke one time. I told someone, everything I'm trying to do, um, it didn't go the way it was supposed to go. But the things that, I didn't care about. That's, that's what I'm making money from now. Because I didn't go chase modeling. Modeling chose me. Gotcha. You know, I didn't choose film. Film chose me gotcha. pretty much. Then I'm, and I'm actually, you know, I'm happy. I went Because sometimes, you know, God always directs your steps. You might do this so well and ask yourself, like, I think this is where I'm going to make my money from. But eventually, it could be something totally different. So film and modeling definitely chose me, for sure. I'm film and, um, film and modeling, yeah. Chose me for sure, yeah. Absolutely. All right, so let's so let's get into some some film things then. Like, talk to us about some of the shows or movies that you've been a part of, um, and like where you see yourself going with that. The next level. Two. I was on um, the Blacklist, NBC Blacklist, um, episode six sixteen. I played. Um, yes. Episode six sixteen. I was on the Blacklist. Working with Jim Spader was a life, you know, changing experience because it was like you know. Is the main man in the show, but I was I was huge, you know, especially having to compete with about, you know, two to three thousand people to book a role. Got it. And that's very encouraging, and it's very humbling. So I've been on I've been on that. Then I also booked the movie Protector of the Gods. Is, um, yes. Is, um, but we didn't um, we haven't shot it yet due to COVID and all kinds of things going on. But um, we should be shooting that very soon. And I also had a, I was also featured in Law and Order. It's the episode yeah. with Snoop Dogg. The episode with Snoop Dogg and Orlando Jones. That was, you know, that was great. Then I'm currently now, I'm on um, Brotherhood. That should be in the cinemas. Then hopefully it goes to, um, goes to platforms. Got you. So that cinema. What is it? You already shot that last one. Oh yeah, we shot the Brotherhood already. We're just waiting to. It's gonna premiere 23rd of September in Nigeria. Then it's also supposed to be on streamers. I don't know which of them, but it should be on streamers as well, where people can watch it worldwide. So then I'm also working on my own um, mini series right now. I just shot the first episode, so um, I'm writing, I'm writing, co-directing, and I'm producing that. Well. Yo, that's yo. a long-time dream to be a producer. 
Well, let's let, let's get into it. Where where is it? Where, where is this based in? Do you have a name for it? Are we allowed to know any of this stuff? Um, it's based in New York. Definitely based in New York. I know. But yeah, I don't want to give too much out, but I'm still, you know, but soon. <laughs> all right, listen, and whenever you definitely get all of it together, the premiere, the release, you'll definitely be back to talk about it. Yeah. Right? So now let me ask you this. You were able to do so many different things, from soccer to modeling, you got into film, which is TV and movies. All right, so you are very diverse. Then you got into reality TV. Yeah, <laughs> hey, yo. and I'm not finished yet. I have more to do. Talk to us about your experience on Big Brother Naija season Man. six. Yeah, that was it. That was it. Actually, that's the biggest show in Africa. You know, that's the biggest show in Africa. About you know, as I was told, like sixty something countries, about sixty plus countries were watching it live, mm. and um, it was huge. So. The reason why I went into it, first of all, I'll tell you the reason before I tell you my experience. It was because I was trying to get to the next level, you know, because I did notice where the money is, is I know him, not Weezy. Weezy, you have to go from Weezy to I know him. And you always have to keep doing that. You know, when you get to the level of I know him is where, you know, the real money starts to come in. So we were trying to get to the next level because I've been around for a while done different things and I do notice that the more visible you are the more opportunities you're going to be getting so the more people you are the more people know you and I because I don't want to continue on the path of TV reality I just needed the boosts I knew if I went on the show at least you know a lot of people from a different region would know who I am so my team and I came up and they said hey you know you should audition for this and you know Let's see how it goes. So that was why. Let me pause you there real quick. So mm -hmm. your team, do you have, um, um, with the acting side, do you have agents? Do you have managers that kind of practice? And did Big Brother come through your acting side of things? Or was that something sidebar that your team submitted you for? No, it didn't come from my acting. Um, it just came from my team in general. You know, I have a personal team. I have an have a agent. And a manager, I do have an agent for modeling as well. But this came as my, like my personal team, my inner team, <laughs> you know. So um, the you know your inner team is like your family. Like hey, okay, what's the next level? Because yes. if Big Brother didn't work out, I was going to start just producing my movies back at home, hmm. producing my movies and putting it on platforms. Hmm. But with Big Brother, I needed a face to sell my movies hmm. eventually. Because when you're like a face. And then I also had problems booking leading man roles before the show. Because if you go to somebody and be like, hey, you know, I think I deserve to be auditioned as a leading man. And they're going to be like, yeah, I don't know. Should I take that risk on you? Because what they're thinking about is how many audience can you pull? Sometimes they do think about that. Like, how many people can you get to watch the show? Like, you know, even before the show, I was already verified. I had about 200,000 followers before I went for Big Brother. But I just felt like I, just, I needed to still keep growing to be able to attract the people that I want to attract. Got you. Yeah. Now, you said you had 200,000 followers. You currently mm -hmm. have almost 800,000 followers. Yeah, that's a big brother right there. <laughs> a half a million followers? Let's clap it up to that. Yeah. <laughs> that's big brother, man. That's big brother, man, for sure. 
that's an insane amount of people that are tuned in and tapped in. That with that that show. Now let me ask you: Did you understand? Because I want to understand your thought process before you even decided to go on the show. Did you, you said you wanted visibility and you knew you wanted to take things to the next level with your brand? You got movies to sell. You got scripts to write. And you need people to see this. Exactly. So, uh, that was the complete vision. Did you understand? what the show was about prior to being on there? So to be very honest with you, not really. <laughs> you know, because I knew, because I, I never really, they don't show it in America as much because of the franchise. Okay. But it's been shown, you know, in the UK and every African country. So, so I didn't really have the opportunity to watch it, except if I was in Nigeria and I happened to just... Um, bump into the show maybe i'm around when the show is about to um you know commence then i could watch it but being in america was hard for me to watch it mm. you know so i just knew that if you went into the show you're gonna be knowing <laughs> that's what i knew you're gonna have visibility if you you know if you have like some kind of if you have an interesting character people are gonna know who you are you know it comes with good and bad but i don't you know you just gotta take it all and choose what you want out of it. So I didn't really watch the show because of there was no opportunity to watch it. But I knew you would have visibility once you go on the show for sure. And it's an opportunity to tell the world about yourself. Oh, this is me, this is who I am, and this is what I'm trying to do. Okay. So so now give us the breakdown. How was the audition process like? What did you have to do? How many rounds did you have to go through? You want to know. Yeah, that was crazy. The audition was for four months because I started in March. Yeah, I started in March, ending of March, and I got into the house as the number one contestant for season six. I opened the show July 24th. So the audition process yeah. started from you just, you know, filling out the form online, submit it, then you get a, you know, you get an email for the next stage. And then I think the third stage is you have a Zoom call, but you don't see who is talking to you. You know, you have a Zoom call, but you don't know who is talking because it's a blank screen. And you're just talking to people, telling them about yourself and why you should be on the show, you know, and how entertain. Because the number one, um, the number one reason for the show is entertainment. It's not a talent show. No one cares about. Uh, it's just are you entertaining? Because who wants to just put on the TV and just watch people, you know, watch a group of people? So you need to like show them how entertaining you could be. So after the Zoom call. Um, I think they asked me if I could come to Lagos, Nigeria. I said, yeah, why not? I'll pull up. <laughs> Wait, so were, you, I, were you based in New York at that time? Yeah, I'm based in New York. Okay, gotcha. I'm based in New York, actually. So because of this show, I went back to Nigeria. Gotcha. Just before then, I just go to Nigeria once in a year, once in two years to see family. Okay, okay, okay. But um, because of the show, I flew down to Nigeria to continue. They wanted to see me physically. It, was, it became a physical... After the Zoom, then there's a physical stage. Then after that, then you have to do your medicals. Then after the medicals, you have to do your psych. Then after, after the psych, then you're kept in lockdown. There's a lockdown phase. The lockdown phase is you're locked in a hotel room. You don't have a TV, no TV, no phones, no nothing. You can look through the windows. It's like a mini jail. You're locked. I was locked there for almost three weeks. Then if you make it into the show, you go from lockdown into the show without, you don't have your phone. As soon as you go into lockdown, you don't have your phone no more. So I went from the lockdown stage, that was July 7th, 7th of July. Went to lockdown, then from lockdown, then 
30 minutes before the show that told me you're opening the show. You're the number one contestant. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was fire, though. That was fire, you know. Yeah, I didn't believe it. I didn't even believe I could make the show because it was tough. You don't know. Like, four months of audition is a lot. Four months of auditions is definitely a lot. That lockdown is insane. It's insane. All of the psyche health, they, they want to make sure that you're not going to go in there and kill nobody in the house. I exactly. They need to make sure that. Then they also need to, they don't want you to still be talking about what's going on outside. Because when you go into the house, there's a new world. You're in the world of your own, like just a different, is a different world. You need to forget about everything outside. So you're not current. Because if you were to put me in the show today, I could tell you about, Yo, there was a train accident yesterday. Mm -hmm. You know, I could, I'll start saying things that I was like super current, but by the time they take you out of the world, you know, to keep you in a confined space, you get what I mean? You can't really be talking about what's happening outside. You just need to focus on the game and focus on your housemates. So, so let me ask you now. So the payment process, because at that moment, you, you don't know if you made the show or not. Mm -hmm. Are you getting paid during the audition process or is that like no, you don't get paid you don't get paid at all the only time you get money is when you get into the house and you win like they're like games but once you come out man if you you know if you're good at what you do you're gonna make money mm -hmm. and for you to become mm -hmm. known like that i don't want to say globally known but there were people over here that knew about the show mm -hmm. it's gonna be known there were people that came into the house with two thousand followers and they left with like close to a million you know what I mean? Like it was life changing. Not just, you know, followers. There were people that were winning money. Somebody won 20.5 million in the house. Mm. Naira. You know, Naira, that's a lot of money. That could buy you, you know, a house, depending on where. That could buy you a house. That could set you up. That could make you, you could even invest it and, you know, get good returns. So people are going in, becoming millionaires, coming out. And people are going in, come, becoming really famous. You know, you know what it means for you to go to Dubai. You're going to Dubai, you're going to London, you're going to Scotland, and people know you in these places because of the show. It's, it's show. like an overnight success. It's overnight success. You know, but, but let me ask you, though, for, for what it is that you went through on that show, do you feel like it is right for that organization to pay the contestants to be on the show? After the experience, now that it's all been done with, how do you feel about it now? Do you feel like they should be paid? Um, I think, yeah, I think it also depends on what you're looking for before you go into the show. You have to have a plan okay. before going into the show. So most people go into the show not knowing what they want to do. You know, it's a platform and you're being told because you're grown, you're an adult, you make the decision before you come in. What hmm. is a life-changing opportunity? But the thing is you don't want to be famous and broke. <laughs> of the day, because some people still go into the house, come out, you're famous. You're known, but you don't have any money. You don't, you've not been able to use the opportunity. It would be nice to get paid, you know, just going into the show. Mm -hmm. But then, since it wasn't, um, you went there by, you know, you, you went in willingly. No one forced you. So I feel like once you already have a plan before coming in for whatsoever you're about to go do with it, once you leave, if you do what you're supposed to, you know, if you do what you're meant to do, you'll be fine. But if you don't... That could actually, because once you come out and, um, you know, you have such fame, you have to, for you to maintain it, you need some type of money mm. for you to be able to maintain such fame. Uh, or you need sponsors. You need an venue to make some type of money. Because you could come out and you're not getting jobs immediately. Yes. You know, now you're in problem. You're in trouble. 
you know so basically um it would be nice to get paid but then sometimes opportunity also brings money so now what was your time like in that house how long was that time in the house yeah i was i left in the seventh week you know beginning of the seventh week was when i left the house i think i accomplished everything i wanted to accomplish i was very happy with my stay in the house i was very controversial in the house and stuff because i just you know i was controversial um some people found me entertaining some people found me troublesome some people but in all i was playing a game and I just I wanted to be remembered because for what I do, man, I'm an actor. <laughs> I'm an actor and stuff. So uh, I did a lot of stuff there, but it was premeditated. I knew everything I was doing. You know, it was all premeditated and stuff. I was cool with people, and um, my my housemates loved me. I was never up to any eviction okay. for six weeks. I had no nominations at all. So they must have loved me, and everything I was doing was working. The only time I left the house. The only time I was um, at a nomination was when the whole house was up. Everybody was up. So I couldn't escape nomination. So that was when I was voted out. It was, just, it was all controversy and stuff, man. I had a lot of controversial moments in the house. Definitely. You know, we don't really see Big Brother here in New York mm -hmm. um, or even in the States. But, you know, I know for a fact I saw some post interviews from you. And you were saying that um, people were sending you death threats. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy, man. Like, just people, some people take it really, you know, personal. I don't know why. It's, you know, it's all entertainment. But some people are not, you know, they don't understand the context of the show. So, yeah, they don't really understand it. I think some people from back home, and also they bring culture into it. There's some things that people do over here that if you do it back at home, they'll probably think it's wrong. Like, yo, why are you doing that? And so, so different cultures. And I was, because I've lived here for a long time. I've left Nigeria for a long time. So basically, um, I'm, more, I'm a free spirit kind of guy, you know, so I don't really take things personal. I go with the flow. I play the game. And I was very happy with however the outcome came out. I was very happy. I achieved my goals. But yeah, there's some people, you know, you always find all kinds of people in the world. There are people that would, you know, venture into something that is not their business. There are people that think things a lot more personal and you'll find them everywhere. So that was the reason, but I kind of ignored all those people. Of course, you have to, you have to. So let me ask you now, it's over, it's done with. Um, would you do another reality TV show? And do you feel like this one has served its purpose for you? Um, yeah, that was an interesting question. This one has served its purpose mm -hmm. you know, for what I needed to do. But you know, you never can stop. You you can never stop growing. I'm a guy that I do. It's very hard for me to be satisfied. You know, I always want more. Mm. Want more. I always want more. Yeah, I see myself because some, yeah, some some networks have asked me in America if I do want to continue in a reality, if I wanted to do another reality show because they said I did the other one so well. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Because it's all about the views in the country. You know how these things are. Nobody wants, they want you to be in the show. People need to be able to have things to talk about and stuff. And they thought I did so well in the last one I did. And they were asking me, and I said, I actually just want to be an actor. You know, I don't want to go in that line. Because once you keep going in that line, it's kind of hard to turn back. Of course, of course. I want people to take me seriously as an actor. Right. Like, I'm an actor. I was an actor before the show. I just needed these boosts. Yeah, to get more audience and just go in this direction. 
not to just keep going. Because if you, you know, I don't want to go down that path. I might be able to get out. So I don't know. I don't know if I'll do another one. But um, totally, I enjoyed the first one I did. And, you know, hopefully that might be the last one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you said? Look, one and done. I did what I need to do. Listen, mm -hmm. I didn't even follow it. So I'm sure for seven weeks, it did what it definitely, I'm sure a lot of people would trade seven weeks. And you think about it like that, or maybe whatever the process, the audition process in addition to that. To get what you got out of it, you know, all the people here on the live right now are tuning in and writing and saying all types of things, and it wouldn't have happened if you didn't do that show. So, exactly. being strategic, you know what I'm saying, and and being smart. Yes. So, so now, what's next for Boma? What What do you got coming up that we need to be on the lookout for? Yeah, I definitely have um Brotherhood is coming up September 23rd, but that's gonna be in cinemas in Africa. But it should definitely be on streamers at some point. I don't know when, but it should be on streamers mm. so that people can see it worldwide. Then I also have another movie that I'm, I was supposed to be shooting in Nigeria next month, but it's been moved to September because of the weather. The weather has been really crazy back in Nigeria right now. The rain has been crazy. The name of the movie is called Suspicion. So I'm one of the leading cast in that one as well. Then... I have a couple of I have another one in game. I have a couple of other movies and because I, I work in Nigeria and in America right now, I just work in both places. So I have a couple of movies coming, you know, coming out. Then I'm also working on my own projects that I've been trying to work on for a while. Like I said, I shot the first episode. I'm writing the second one and I'm about to shoot it as well. So I'll just keep writing, shooting my episode and but there's a lot of movies coming out before the end of the year. I have a couple of, you know, strong movies coming out and doing my own thing, which is most important to me. Listen, let's go. We love yo. Yes. All right. And you know that I mean he making that. Okay. So definitely make sure y'all are zapped in with Bowman because he definitely understands the assignment. Reality TV was just for what he did, but really what he do is he's an actor and, and somebody that's in the film industry. So make sure y'all get ready to see all his films. All right. Now let's close it out with this. We're going to play a game called Rapid Lightning. Okay. Rapid Lightning? Okay. Yeah. To get your friends to understand who you are a little bit more, I'm going to just ask you random questions, and you just have to answer the first thing that comes to your mind. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's gonna, do it. It's going to be probably, we'll probably, and we'll probably do like eight or nine questions, maybe 10, depending on how it's done. All right? Yeah. Okay. So first question, what's Boma's favorite type of food? Fufu. Fufu. Fufu is an African dish. Okay. What's your favorite color? White. White. Oh. What's your favorite type of music? Reggae. Reggae. Ah, I love what I got. <laughs> What's Boma's favorite type of acting movies to do? Romance. Romance. Yeah. Oh. You hear what you talk about on here? <laughs> ah, yo, okay. We're on question number five. Uh -huh. What's Boma's worst thing to do on a date? Don't do this with me when you come on a date with Boma. Rude. <laughs> Be rude. Okay, you don't like rude girls. Uh, no. All right, question number six. What's Boma's favorite place to go to when he's bringing a lady out? Beach. <laughs> oh, 
Okay. Yes. The Beach. Who's Boma's favorite artist right now? Burna Boy. Burna Boy. Yes. Two more questions. Two more questions. Who's Boma's favorite rapper of all time? Tupac. Tupac. Yes. Okay. Last question. On BBN season six, who would you do business with for the rest of your life? If you could pick one person. Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Yes. All right, there you got it, y'all. Rapid Lightning is over. You wrapped it up. Successful. <laughs> All right, the comments are going crazy. Rest in peace. Tupac David says, Burner Boy is fire right now. He definitely is fire right now. They're giving you hearts, all types of stuff. Boma, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. It was definitely dope game. Thanks for having me, man, for sure. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Now, I'm in New York. You're in New York. I do have a school out here. It's a performing arts organization called Lotus Creations Academy. Um, I'm a choreographer and a creative director myself, so I like to direct movies and music videos. That's what I do in my spare time. Amazing, amazing, man, yeah. But, you know, I want to just get into what you were doing, but, man, you were dope, and I would love to collaborate all outside of this, you know what I'm saying? So definitely, yeah, Absolutely, man, let's get it. Of course. All right, Boma, definitely let everybody know where they can find you and whatever else you want to close it out with before the fans know. Um, yeah, you can find me on Boma Bore. Uh, on my IG life is B O M A A K P O R E. Then um, I just want to give a big shout out to my fans, you know, Brave Arts, um, worldwide, wherever you are, and to all the people that support me because without you, there's no me, you know. So um, definitely, man, I do appreciate the love. I do appreciate everything. Everyone that believes in me, everyone that has believed in me, and, you know, it takes a village. And stuff, and um, we're you know, there's big things coming. We're doing big things. I promise to always make you guys proud. Man. You know, wherever you are, um, God bless you and thank you. Of course, there you go. Yes. Oh, one last question, uh, Boma. Do you know how to dance? No. Oh, hey. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even dance to save myself, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we gonna fix that, bro. But that, that's not a problem, bro. Mm -hmm. All right, man. I appreciate y'all definitely tapping in. Everybody, let's see it for Boma. <laughs> I appreciate you, bro. We'll definitely talk soon. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, y'all. So that was Boma Kapoor. All right. So again, this is Zap exclusive. Yes. Make sure y'all get zapped in every Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on my Instagram Live. Yes. Okay, next week we got a super dope show. The flyer will be out real soon. Make sure y'all hit that follow button. It's free. Yes. <laughs> okay, I definitely like to have conversations. I like to be zapped in. The culture is ours. Let's take it forward. Boom, my brother, we're going to definitely talk soon. I am your boy, Jersey, and I am out. I right, deuces. <laughs>